0: Welcome to one more game presented by Hoosier Pickleball. I am host Matt Brainerberger, alongside my wife who is homebound right now, Abby. Hi, Abby. How are the kids? (laughs) And our producer Adam Marino. Um, Yes, I am actually away on finger guns. There's finger guns, Adam. Back at you. I'm on a little getaway (laughs) trip with work at a conference and so uh, we wanted to bring you a very special podcast a recap of nationals which just happened last week Um, but we couldn't all get together so we thought we'd try it this way so how fun is this we're all in different locations um, but still bringing you the one more game podcast on this very special nationals recap episode so abby kids are well you said they're in bed you're a Getting along well without me? Yeah,
1: I'm um, just fine. I mean, we miss you.
0: Yeah, <laughs> stay longer. It's fine. Okay. Well, I'll take that. We We miss you. If I can p- find some pickleball I games didn't say down that. Here. Yeah. Adam's putting words in your mouth. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we wanted to just kind of uh, give you guys a recap from uh, nationals, which we just got back from earlier this week. Abby and I were out in indian springs palm springs indian wells um tennis center is where we were at for pickleball nationals the margaritaville um u.s nationals so i think
1: it's palm desert
0: palm desert yeah palm springs palm desert there's a whole bunch of cities that are all kind of right in that same area so uh, the official address you might be right palm desert but regardless that area is beautiful and some of my favorite weather mid 70s during the day cool nights just it was perfect so much better than the weather we have currently in the beautiful state of indiana which has been snowing feels like all the snow in november i don't understand it but it's all good so, so yeah we just kind of wanted uh, this episode to kind of give you a recap of nationals our experience out there um, our takeaways from it, what we learned, what we saw, um, all of that. Maybe, Abby, kind of start with our road to nationals. Um, how did we get there? What did that look like for us?
1: Well, to get to nationals, you have to win a golden ticket at a golden ticket uh, tournament. And so the one nearest to us this year was Beer City uh, in Michigan. So i won gold with a partner and um ditched him and <laughs> no i didn't i didn't um it was all kind of we all kind of had, we had this planned that we would then separate and take two additional people matt did not get a golden ticket and mixed so i took him uh, matt got the golden ticket though in doubles in men's doubles, oh, okay. and so then he actually
0: to somebody else too so yeah so it was it's all kind of a strange thing the way it works um, i actually had two golden tickets in men's doubles one from the previous year where i had won i got an exemption to come back and play at nationals again um, but then also won uh, like abby said at beer city so i was able to qualify to play unfortunately that didn't mean that i could use that golden ticket for anything else, but it worked out well that Abby and I were able to play mixed together. Then I played men's and I had also qualified um, by winning gold at beer city in singles. So I played in three events, which let me just say, wasn't my favorite. And I kind of feel like the singles being on the front end of it, I've said, and I don't know if, if Abby will hold me to this or not, but if there's an event where singles is first, I'm not sure if I'll do that again. I enjoy playing singles, but The reason I'm there is for doubles, mixed doubles, and men's doubles. And playing singles up front, I was, like, not into, like, competitive mode. I was just more nervous about getting hurt, and I didn't love that at all. It kind of set me up, I felt like, for the week of just kind of not being in a great frame of mind. So um, both my singles and then men's doubles um, didn't didn't do great in those. I won a couple matches and lost a couple matches in each of them. And um, went out. So by Sunday, when Abby and I played together in our only event, that was really kind of our whole focus. You know, going out there together was to see how well we could do in that. And Abby, give us a quick recap of of how our day went at mixed nationals. Yeah, I mean,
1: ultimately, I wish we would have won more, but I'm not. I'm not upset. We. One um, to stay in the winners bracket. Our first game, we lost to go into the losers bracket. We won in the losers bracket, and then lost in the losers bracket. So, I mean, going two and bracket. two.
0: We like to say opportunity, not, opportunity. not we're not losers. Don't.
1: It's for the losers.
0: We're, <laughs> we're losers. It. Friendship bracket.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. So I I feel like my takeaway was. Um, you know, part of this conversation is going to be duper ratings. As as every, I mean, the people we faced were all significantly higher in their duper ratings than Matt and I. And uh, I mean, we beat a couple of them. So and we lost to a couple of them. And I mean, I mean, I I think that's great. It just it encouraged me that you know I'm not super far off from a high from a higher duper rating. I mean, we were playing a five two at one point and would be him. so um, there's just, you know, I think the thing that I specifically need to work on is consistency and I can do that. Like, you know, there's no, there's no magic shot that I'm missing.
0: Yeah. Just to give some context for those that may not know about the different rating systems, but Mm -hmm. Abby keeps referring to the duper system and that's probably what I would say the most accurate form of rating because it Pulls in your ratings from even rec play, um, but all all tournaments, whether they're sanctioned or not, um, it pulls in your results from those, and so it gives kind of the most comprehensive rating. Most people's Duper ratings are a little higher than their you know standard US PR rating, um, which is what nationals use. So everybody's rating in Duper might be a little bit higher, but. Um, it's just it's hard to kind of know exactly where to put people um, when a lot of these folks, you know, their their ratings are down um, in one rating system, USPR, um, under a four five. So that's why they can play four O, but really they're much higher level players. And um, Abby and I, you know, our duper ratings are four four and four six, and so we're we're solid, but we're still kind of in that range. Whereas some of these people, you know, their duper ratings, like Abby said, were in the were fives. And so these are really strong players. But I agree with you, Abby. I was encouraged by the, you know, the end of the day and watching even the gold medal match. Um, sure, they're stronger players than us, but it's not like a whole nother stratosphere. It's more like, oh, we just need more consistency. These are just, you know, a few things that we need to work on and we can be right there. And i I would say also it's who they're playing against their level of competition we've got great high level play here in fort wayne but in tournaments that we play in we need to also make sure that we're playing against the highest level of competition we can to prepare ourselves for big events like nationals i would say do you agree with that or do you like yeah i think i mean
1: yeah i think we need to be playing the best competition we can. So, I would look forward to going to some, you know, local tournaments and nearby, whatever, and regional, the four, four, five, five level. So, just to see yeah. what happens.
0: Right. Especially if it's yeah. a round
1: robin. If it's yeah. out, I don't like to play, you know. But if it's a round robin, I don't care if I lose seven games.
0: Yeah. It's just good and
1: experience. I- so
0: and I heard this when I first started playing, I totally agree with this. There's kind of like two different perspectives. When you start playing in tournaments, are you chasing medals and like prizes, or are you trying to, you know, get as good as you can? And I think when people first start playing, you kind of start out and it's like, it's fun to win those medals, right? You don't want to just go and go to and out at a tournament. That's never fun. But the the more I think that we've started playing and have collected, I mean, we have plenty of medals um, now it's like, man, now I kind of want to play as hard a competition as I can to really push myself to learn what I need to do to improve.
1: Yeah, I think so. And and also, it's worth mentioning that this truly is, I mean, at Nationals, it really is uh, all gold medal winners. I mean, you're looking at right. various tournaments of, of gold medal. I mean, so we played – we played it's the best. Really the best people. Yep. I mean, it was it was really fun. Yep. I
0: yeah. Yeah. It, so. it was. It
1: was a great experience. Uh, I think I learned a lot. And so, have you heard the? You know, did you win or learn? <laughs>
0: so yep. I feel like, man, we yeah, <laughs> I really feel
1: like I walked away
0: learning.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you
0: did a little bit of both. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did a little winning and a lot of learning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I would echo that but by saying, you, go ahead.
1: No,
0: go ahead. I was just going to say the, the the takeaway that I would have also and encourage people listening, um, if you get a chance to go out there, absolutely do it. So, you know, trying to get into the lottery, uh, it's, it seems like it's getting harder and harder. Um, so qualifying for tournaments um, is probably the best route to get there. But even if you don't qualify, just going out there and we got to watch a lot of pros play and, you know, you're walking, you know, right up next next to them brushing shoulders with the pros um seeing them play seeing other people even not the the pros but just amateurs playing in these high level events it's just it's a blast and that area is beautiful i mean just surrounded by palm trees and mountains it's just an awesome awesome area
1: yeah and i think it's worth also just mentioning that you know we got a house and we were with friends and we had a hot tub and we (laughs) <laughs> we had so much fun with our people, and we went and played. We weren't playing pickleball at the facility. We went and found places to play. I mean, it was so much pickleball and so much in and out burgers.
0: Yes. California, <laughs> baby.
1: How many did we eat? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Love it. More, more than I care to admit. So I, I guess if you add up all of the double doubles. I did do the, uh, three by three one time. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I was pushing 10, 10 pieces of meat <laughs> by the end of the trip. Cause I think it was three or four times we went <laughs> to the and out. It's amazing though, man. If we had one in Fort Wayne, I'd be about 500 pounds. I think. Um, so what so else, How, what else do we want to give a recap of nationals? Abby, anything else we missed?
1: I mean, I don't think so. I think just, yeah, how interesting ratings are. I mean, that's, that's yep. a factor in a lot of tournaments, and you know, us walking away with our goals of playing higher level in tournaments and um, developing our uh, consistent game. I think, we're think yep. good. Yeah, how about sure. You?
0: I yeah, I would agree with that. Um, it was, it was definitely a learning experience. It was fun to share it with you. Um, that was something we didn't get to do together last year. When I won nationals, I was out there, um, you know, just playing men's and didn't get to play with you and mix. So I, I loved having you out there, even though we didn't come away with any medals. That was, that was great. Um, and, yeah, it's just it was fun to kind of just get away as well. Been also fun c- coming back to the crazy yeah. and all that entails that <laughs> our oldest daughter playing basketball. Abby was just at a game tonight. I had to miss it. Kind of stunk. Um, but you did not miss it. Anything. I, did, I did not miss anything. Eighth grade girls basketball can be kind of, yeah, some turnovers and some jump balls. Probably it feels like that's,
1: I mean, I feel like let's talk about women's sports. Cause I'll say it. I will say, that I hate oh, watching women's
0: sports. Oh, here we go. Uh-oh. And, We're not, this but, is where we have to be quiet, oh. Adam. Don't talk. <laughs> oh,
1: I, I can watch women's pickleball and volleyball mm. and track and field. Those are the three women's sports that are, that are <laughs> fun to watch. All,
0: I enjoy pickleball. all of those women's sports as well. <laughs> those are my yes. three favorites as well. I solemnly swear. <laughs> you guys now agree that, with me. I mean, I, yeah, that's, but let's just talk about that for a second. That's again, what makes pickleball so great. It's such an equalizer um, where you can step on a court. And I mean, I, how many times you hear guys talk about like, oh, if I were in the, I could play in the WNBA and you know, I'm not getting into whether that's true or not, but any guy who's ever stepped on a court with a high level women's pickleball player, will quickly recognize they do not belong. so it's the line between <laughs> yeah. high level men's and women's in pickleball is, uh, much, much different than most other sports. I would say, um, there's one other thing we have to address because sure. we had a very big week in the TikTok world. Um, we went viral, right? I mean, wasn't that like, I mean, We've never experienced anything like this. So if you've not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, it was. That was crazy. So we went on TikTok from like 60 followers. We're trying to build this thing, right? We're trying to get more people out there. Please tell your friends. We want people to listen to the One More Game podcast. And one of the ways that we're doing that is just by trying to have a presence on TikTok and putting stuff out there, some of it pickleball related, but a lot of it just fun family goofiness and shenanigans. And so we just record like on a whim. I mean, I picked up the phone and I was like, I saw this, you know, um, voice or this, you know, trend that was going around where this guy's singing to his wife and she's, you know, not next to him. Actually it was reversed. The one I saw was a woman singing to her husband and he kind of like gagged and threw up in his mouth. I thought his reaction was great but Abby's sitting next to me on the couch. And so I just played it and just had this Neanderthal face on. And her reaction was just great. It was like, perfect. She's kind of like, what? And then she's just like laughing, like, Oh my gosh, what's wrong? Anyways, like and overnight, it goes from, it goes to 2 million views. We have 2 million people who have watched this stupid video and like hundreds, thousands, even of comments that are like, Oh, this is hilarious. It's the funniest thing. Please do more. And I'm like, do I need like, is this my calling? Am I supposed to be Neanderthal man? <laughs> so we even, we did do like a part two where I sang, it's uh, Aaron Neville's song uh, with Linda Ronstadt. Um, Look at this man, I know that you, whatever. Uh, I can't remember all the lyrics. I had listened, my, dad, my dad loved that CD. And so I listened to it a ton as a kid. So I do, I do really like that song. But anyways, Um, we did a part two where I finished up the rest of it, but that just cracks me up how crazy that went. So if you don't follow us on TikTok, you should go there, check us out at Hoosier Pickleball. So that was, that was also part of our crazy, crazy week while we were in California, blowing up TikTok. Yeah. Yeah, To
1: be fair, we don't do much TikTok. So for us, this was like, oh.
0: (laughs) That was good. Good, good stuff. It was a good week. And Highly recommend uh, going out to nationals for anybody who's, who's listening. So um, next year we hope to do that. All right. Well, we hope you enjoyed this bonus episode of one more game presented by Hoosier Pickleball and uh, check us out. We will be back again, uh, dropping a new episode this Monday. So just a couple days from now. Um, you will hear a brand-new episode where we have a special guest, Ryan Kearns, joining us. Uh, you are not going to want to miss that one. It's going to be one of our best episodes yet. So, thanks again. It'll, be better, it'll be better than what was on, on CBS. Oh, yes. For sure. It'll be better sure. than what was on For sure. That was terrible. Guaranteed. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see it. As always, we want to thank our sponsors Hoosier Pickleball, Indiana Physical Therapy, and Pickleball Rocks. In addition, a big thank you to our production company, Coraggio Media, and the 95.7 WELT Studio in beautiful downtown Fort Wayne. Please make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or find us on YouTube at One More Game Pod. That's the number one more game pod. Hit that subscribe button and be sure to leave us a five-star rating to help us spread the word. You can also find us on Facebook and TikTok at Hoosier Pickleball for all kinds of fun, tips, tricks, and other family nonsense, and also some great discussion. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next week.